Hello and welcome back to Captivated Audience. Join us always with Samantha Chin, Marie Lundberg, and today we have a very special guest, Susanna Mills, who is on the ACAMS chapter board for the Nordics. Yes, Susanna, what do you do for a living? Hi, Sam and Marie. Delighted to join you for this podcast this morning and happy working in the financial institution uh, within the anti-financial crime area for the past around 10 years. For the past two and a half years, I've been working at the largest financial group in Finland called OP Financial Group. We are based in Helsinki, Finland, and I'm currently working as the business owner in one of our teams, and that's the transaction monitoring development team. And uh, my team is responsible for developing team and monitoring scenarios and also well, the different processes that are related to that development work. What makes OP unique is that we are a cooperative bank and um, we offer Well, basically all the services, financial institutions do, so banking, wealth management and insurances as well. Currently, we are also undergoing a major change in terms of mindset and operating culture as we are adapting agile practices throughout OP. Actually, I think and believe that there are not that many FIs in the world that operate their financial crime prevention functions in an agile manner. It's been a nice and, well, I would say, quite interesting journey so far. In addition to that, um, well, we have also the AML change program undergoing. We are doing that in a natural manner as well. Sounds really interesting. And I can only imagine that the timing of you going agile, timing of you doing different structurally changes to OP and to the bank must be quite catapulted right now with the, <laughs> the situation in the world with the corona. Oh. And also, of course, being part of the region where you are completely sealed off, right? From the other parts of, of Finland, right? Exactly, exactly, yeah. Well, we've been quite innovating in terms of now all the processes we have and how we do things. So it's been, like you said, quite interesting times to do it. But I think while well, we have a good agile coach and it has helped a lot. So towards this journey, when you're traveling to, you know, become more agile, I'm, I'm only assuming we do know that Finland is very high up there when you're using technology. Mm-hmm. Any new type of interesting technology that you are now implementing or using even more than before? We're using the Jira even more. It's an also confluence where we document everything. So it's like trying to find ways to find the, all the aspects that those two systems have to offer kind of the I think the key things and also the Microsoft Teams we couldn't live without that anymore so it's been the one and only that we've been using all the time. A lot of people won't really understand what's meant by agile working. Mm -hmm. I think one of the key principles there is that all the teams are kind of uh, independent and we can make the decisions on our own. We get the, the priorities from the top but then we get the budget. We can then decide uh, inside that budget and inside those priorities how we do things and what are the ways we want to do them and how actually how we organize our work. So knowing, Susanna, a bit about your background and we had the pleasure of working together uh, prior, coming back to our favorite topic, transaction monitoring, yeah. and, and since that's your responsibility at OP as well, Have you seen any new types of trends or, or methods or um, in this situation right now that you probably need to adjust your transaction monitoring system accordingly? In general, I think 
and I'm sure the criminals will try to make most of this situation now that things are happening different way in the organizations and in, in the whole society in general. But one of the things is that use of cash, for instance. I think what we need to look at is how, how people are actually using it now, because we know that most of the cash-intensive businesses are now closed and that should have some kind of impact on the customer behavior. In addition, another thing is that now that the borders are closed, people have been advised to return to their home countries. It can be a bit worrying if, for instance, the customer is using the debit or credit card approach without any clear reason. A question. Now you're now working in this agile manner. The situation is what it is worldwide. Have there been any type of communication from the Finnish FSA in regards to your obligations? Or is it they just expect you to do business as usual? There's no leniency. It's the Sisu way. Yeah, not in a formal way, I would say. At least not yet. From our, we haven't heard from our FSA. But uh, in in general, I'm sure they do understand the situation, and they are kind of adapting to it as well. Susanna, I've seen you do a great presentation about financial crime risks that Finland is always aware of and trying to prevent getting larger. Can you give folks who aren't familiar with Finland just a little bit of insight about some of those financial crime risks? We are situated next to Russian. One of the, the toughest and also the biggest risks is, of course, the Russian money coming to Finland from different ways. And now that also the Russian border has been closed, people can't come from Russia to Finland and vice versa. So I think it's a, well actually good for us now that the, the money isn't flowing that freely because they're using a lot of cash. That must be interesting then if you've closed your borders. I know we had someone on a podcast who was talking about how people aren't using cash. So that means cash intensive criminal enterprises who have been using cash businesses to launder their money now need to find a new way to do it. What, what do you think of that? Well, I'm sure it is like that. And I'm a bit kind of worried that what will be the ways of doing that. And are we like the large FIs ready for that? And are we well enough prepared for it? And how, how should we actually start doing that work? And how should we put more resources on kind of trying to find the new patterns? And how much should we invest people on that without kind of losing all that development work we are already doing? So it's an interesting topic. Susanna, I know that you have a very big network in Finland and otherwise, of course, Have you been able to reach out to any other peers in your network doing uh, the financial crime prevention to just to check up on how things are going at their bank and how people are doing, how people are coping? Well, I've been, I've been reaching to some of them and some of my colleagues from other banks. And so and I think we are all in a kind of similar situation. So we have challenges. We are in a similar position. And it would be easier if we would have a formal network, how we could process and discuss these things. And that's something we are still missing in Finland. So, so Susanna, we can see you're working from home today. You're in the middle of this agile working project. How are you keeping things going with your team now you don't see each other every day in the office? Well, we have um, not daily meetings, but we have twice a week. We have this kind of scrum meeting where we go through what everyone is doing. I encourage my team to be in touch with me even more than they used to do, and not just by teams, but also with phone and trying to talk to everyone so that we could know how they are doing in general. How big is the team? Just a curious question. We have now, I think there's 10 of us now. A lot of people to keep in contact with them. Definitely. Yeah. 
Susanna, what do you enjoy most about working in financial crime prevention? Because you've been a professional now for a number of years. Well, I think the most exciting thing is that things are changing all the time. It's also frustrating at some points, but also that's something that keeps me going and keeps my motivation on so that work never ends. So we're still always working on something new. And the use of new exciting technology on the transaction monitoring area, such as machine learning, the use of AI on the horizon? Well, we are definitely uh, looking into those new technologies and something that we need to put our focus on this year and next year as well. But I think we are, like many institutions in Finland, we are still in that situation that we need to get the basics up and running well and then focus on the more advanced stuff, but definitely something that we are working on at the same time. Susanna, there's lots of noise on LinkedIn from various technology providers, not in a bad way, trying to help by offering do demos and encourage people that now is the time to adopt some technology as part of their AML prevention programs. If you were to give them a little bit of advice on the way they're approaching the situation with banks and other financial institutions, what thoughts might you have on that? The first thing that comes to my mind is now it's not time (laughs) because we are kind of trying to get the things up and running remotely. Most of us are working from home and that takes a lot of time from us. So it might be even a bit annoying if someone would come really aggressively now and trying to sell me stuff. So I think people should wait a bit. All in due time, right? It's all about timing, isn't it? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Talking about timing and and coming back to what is happening currently in the world, your your team is now working from home. You're working in an agile manner. Um, Things are rapidly evolving in Finland. Do you see in in the midst of all this crisis and and all the hysteria that's also going on, but rightly, fully so in in some cases, do you see any silver lining? Do you see any type of glimpse from a different future or something positive that will probably come out of this? Like I said earlier, I think we have had to be quite innovative now that how we are actually working and how we are trying to find ways to change how we work. I would like to get that innovative thinking also to our daily work and kind of extending that also to what we do to prevent the financial crime and especially in the large organizations so that we've had to actually adapt to new things more quickly than we are maybe used to do. On that note, Susanna, thank you so much for joining us from Finland this morning. Thank you. It was my pleasure. And that's the end of this podcast of Captivated Audience. If you have any ideas or topics you'd like us to cover, or even if you'd like to take part, feel free to reach out to us on our website, captivatedaudience.eu, or drop us a note on LinkedIn. Until then, have a great day and stay safe.